All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me right now is Pal Safani, Chief Customer Officer for Base CRM. Pal, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me. So we're going to talk about, we're going to get into a whole conversation around uh, CRM in the post-PC era. But before we jump into that, maybe you could give us a little bit of your personal background and tell us a little bit about Base CRM, too. Great. So I'm uh, I'm Tal Tufani. Uh I'm a father of three, living here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I've uh, been in uh, IT all my life. I'm an industrial engineer by, uh, by profession, uh, master degree in business, and uh, I've been involved in soft enterprise software and specifically CRM for uh, wow, almost 20 years now. So um, yep, yeah, went through the whole. Uh, evolution of software. Uh, I've implemented, I think, six, seven CRMs in my lifetime. Uh, my last role was in a very big company called Amdocs. It's a big billing company that already, uh, also bought uh, Clarify back in 2002, and I was responsible for several uh, Clarify implementations uh, in companies like AT&T and, and other big telcos. Um, so I've um, been involved with IT all my life. And then... Um, Back in 2009, um, uh, we started Base uh, CRM. Uzi, who's the CEO, started it, and I was involved. And it grew uh, from a small company with a big vision to uh, um, a medium company with a big vision. Uh, and I can talk about the vision maybe later on when we talk about what PostPC is. Uh, we are now um, almost 100 people. Uh, we've uh, finalized our uh, B round with uh, over $15 million in, in investment. And uh, we have uh, two main offices, uh, one in Krakow in Poland, where we have our R&D and uh, product team. And we have our headquarters in Chicago, but it's soon going to be uh, moved to uh, the Bay Area, uh, where we're going to ramp up uh, sales, marketing, uh, and other parts of the organization. Um, we are now... Uh, wow the number one uh, CRM in all app stores, um, growing very, very fast exponentially and doing pretty well. Very happy to serve uh, many customers, uh, small to big. So that's where we are today. Okay, that's great. So let's talk a little bit. Let's take a, a, a big picture look. Uh, you, you mentioned a phrase to me that stuck out a while back when we first spoke, this whole idea of the post-PC era. So... Yeah, we, we know that now devices, smaller devices, tablets, phones, they're outselling laptops and desktops. So we're we're officially in the post-PC era. So when you think about CRM, customer relationship management, in the post-PC era, does the importance of CRM, does it change because does it get bigger or does it get lesser, I'm guessing it's not getting lesser, but does it, what's the biggest difference in, in importance CRM from a post-PC perspective. Right. So let's let's break down the concept of what post-PC means, right? Um, if you look at how people use computers today and uh, interact with devices, uh, they're looking for three main things. One is uh, ubiquity. So they want to have the data uh, on the fin fingertip, uh, uh, sorry, fingertips everywhere, um, wherever they are in the right size, in the right context, you know, if they're um, on the road in a Starbucks 
or in their office or at home working uh, at night on the iPad. They want the data there. They want to be able to be productive. So ubiquity is, a, is one, one concept that, uh, in my mind, constructs the, the, the idea of post-PC. The second one is intelligence. We're generating tons of data today. And in order to make sense of the data, we need to have a very intelligent engine that brings us the right data, and more than that, even maybe suggests what we need to do with that data. So getting smarter and smarter about what processing the data that we're generating is part uh, of the CRM and being more proactive. The third pillar is natural interface. Uh, we don't have patience anymore. To, for training sessions and going to a three-day training workshop to learn how to work with this system or that system. We see beautiful, amazing, uh, intuitive consumer apps, and we want that experience in our enterprise or work context. Uh, so this is why you see, and I don't know uh, if you uh, follow that, but there's a big story of, a, uh, of Avon um, just shutting down uh, an SAP implementation that cost them $125 million because when they got it to the user, the user just said, sorry, not going to use it. It's, it's too complicated for me. Uh, so they shut it down. Uh, and I think that gap is of usability, the usability gap is just expanding right now. So from an enterprise perspective, I think that natural interface is the third pillar that, uh, in my mind, is, is what constructs or what... Um, is, is, is a pillar of what uh, PostPC is. So ubiquity, intelligence, and natural interface. Now, the other thing that I would say about PostPC is if you think about the architecture or the way what is happening to the applications, we're basically breaking them, them down into two uh, in a way that we never did before. The users are expecting this amazing application in front of, their, you know, in front of, the, of them wherever they are. That's the, 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 the user part. So on one hand, we're trying to create the ultimate individual you know, sales or customer support or whatever application that is in front of the, of the person who's trying to do the job. And the other part is a backend that uh, collects all the, uh, the data that is being generated and gives the organization and the managers real-time visibility with actionable insights and very powerful integration tools to integrate to other systems on the right and to the left uh, to, to get data and process data and forward data. So from an architecture perspective, PostPC means that the front end is everywhere uh, according to the uh, you know, processing capabilities and the storage capabilities of the devices that we're using, but the back end is very strong, big data uh, enabled uh, back end that produces insights uh, to the managers. So. For me, that is post-PC. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how successful post-PC CRM is or has the chance to be in comparison to traditional CRM, which we all know. You just mentioned you know, a, a huge CRM fail. Uh, there's been many of those kinds of stories in the traditional PC era. Uh, are we seeing much more success in post-PC CRM, or is it too early to tell, or are we at least on the right track? Well, first we have to decide how we measure success. Uh, for me, it's all about uh, productivity and user adoption. Uh, I can tell you that uh, we started uh, uh, an organization called Base Success with the, the 
the objective of seeing 100% adoption. And we have 100% success, uh, meaning I, I never got love letters from CRM users in all of my previous implementations. And right now I get love letters of people telling us that, you know, geolocation on, on their iPad or their iPhone changed the way they sell or just made them much more productive because they can say, see their pipeline on a, on a map and they can plan their day and things like that. So from that end, I can tell you that from our data, it's and, – and again, we can argue about the success of CRM so, so far, but uh, our goal is to get to a place where every implementation, 100% of the implementations are successful in the sense that they uh, are being implemented, used on a daily basis by 100% of the users, generating 10 times more data, making the managers uh, um, make better decisions. So yes, definitely, I think the fact that you're bringing fresh data, real-time data uh, to the users and to the managers is, is on the right track. And we're going to see amazing things um, because if you are able to gather all that data from the adoption of the users, it's just a matter of time um, till you are able to, um, you know, process the data into actionable you know, uh, insights or even predictive analytics, uh, things like next best action. What, are the, what is the opportunity you should be working on next as a salesperson? Things like that. So definitely on the right track. Um, we see the amounts of data being generated by an average user on our platform. I can tell you I never saw anything like that. Uh, people are just on the application all day long. They start with their PC in the morning, they go out in the evening. They're working on their tablets. Uh, it's just a, a whole different ballgame. And when you think about uh, you know this whole different ballgame, how is it in terms of managing the or the interactions uh, with the, the end user with their prospects and customers? How does the you know using these devices are are, are I guess are the uh, people out in the force, the, the salespeople that you pretty much uh, focus in on, are their interactions with their customers and prospects? Are you be able to to see a difference? Are they, are, you know, in the data? Are are they being able to connect more efficiently and more effectively with this kind of approach? The post PC era, the the focus on uh, design, the aesthetics, is that helping them? And build the kind of relationships they need to? Yes. Uh, first, I want to talk about uh, a vision that we have in that area, which is called zero input. And that vision uh, is, um, is, a, is a day where you won't have to document anything that you're doing. You just have to focus on doing what it is that you're trying to do. And I'll give you an example. Um, so in base today, we have full sync with your email, two-way sync with your email client, your calendar, and your voice, meaning every call that you make, every meeting that you go to, every, um, everything that you do, uh, every email that you send, finds its way to the right uh, you know, customer uh, or contact card or the opportunity you're working on or whatever or the account that you're managing. And so automatically, without anything, uh, every uh, interaction that you've made with that customer appears magically on a timeline-like uh, feed that you are able to see. So definitely uh, we see 
not only the fact that uh, people understand in, in seconds the context of uh, an incoming call, right? Because whenever a call it comes in, the contact card pops uh, up, and then you can see what you talked to those uh, to this customer before, when when they emailed you and you emailed them, and things like that. And more than that, uh, the next step is and goes back to the idea of uh, of predictive analytics. We today in base can tell you, um, you know. Uh, you should be talking to this customer because we know that customers in this stage usually uh, are stay active if, 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 if they're in that stage no more than eight days. And this guy, you didn't talk to that person for 10 days, so maybe it's time to call them. So, so things like that where with the fact that you control uh, and, and you monitor the, all the communication channels of, of the rep, you are able to make so much sense out of that. When did I talk last? Where should I call them again. And oh, by the way, when you're trying to make another contact, maybe it's, it's smarter to use an email and by the way, use that template because that's what worked for you or the team, uh, and, you know, because we processed your history. So that's a long answer to your question. Uh, I think we're going to see a revolution when it comes to the in interaction uh, channels and technologies um, um, as part of the sales productivity aspect of CRM. Yes. So what do we need to have happen? What kind of, uh, uh, I guess, the setup or the kind of atmosphere that we need in order for that to happen? Maybe from uh, both from a technology perspective but also from maybe a philosophical or a cultural perspective from an organization point of view because those are the kinds of things that I think everybody love, would love to see. but how prepared are companies for being able to take advantage of that? What do they have to do in order to be able to take advantage of this? This is a great question. I think philosophically we have to go back to the core of, in my mind, of the core, the fundamental problem uh, with CRMs, and that is the gap between the effort and the value that a specific individual user uh, is getting out of, of the system. Uh, and I'm not just talking about the rep. I'm not talking about the, the CSR. I'm talking about everyone. Um, and so if you focus on closing that gap or maybe uh, trying to get the value uh, to be higher than the effort, then you'll be heading in the right direction. That's, that's the, the first uh, principle that uh, we try to follow in everything that we do. Everything that we do, every feature, every function, needs to serve the value and reduce the effort. Uh, I think that it's amazing to me that small, medium businesses uh, are more nimble and uh, um, kind of early adopters of this, uh, and this is why they're enjoying, you know, a full mobile everywhere CRM because they only have like five people in their sales team or their customer service team or 10 people or 20 people. When it comes to the hundreds of people, the complexity of the processes is really uh, uh, it's a challenge. And I think, to your question, I think what those organizations will have to understand is that they need to take their system to the next level, hide the complexity behind the curtain, try to do everything automatically, and focus on creating a phenomenal user experience that is contextual with a natural interface on all, across all devices and all platforms. 
easier said than done, but uh, you know, uh, we love big challenges, and I think that's uh, that's how platforms should be uh, constructed. Of course, there is a technological aspect to it, and maybe we can talk about it later. What does it mean to build a stack that enables this? Um, but philosophically, as long as you focus on trying to make your users more productive and hide the complexity, hide the over, overhead, reduce the overhead, then, then you're heading in the right direction. And you mentioned, uh, do you think that smaller, more agile businesses are in a better position to be able to take advantage a little more quickly than the more mature, larger organizations then? I think fundamentally, yes, but the, the nice thing is that we're seeing our, uh, kind of early adopters in the enterprise space uh, already making big moves on this. And the way they think about it is they try to separate the IT aspect from the, I would say, sales or service aspect, meaning uh, the VP of sales, for instance, will initiate a process that says, I want every uh, sales rep in my organization to use the CRM every day, not because they have to, but because it will help them sell more. Where can I find a system that will just increase the productivity? And then when we get to the IT discussions, the uh, direction is just, you know, don't build anything new. Integrate to the databases we already have, to the workflows we already have, because those companies were, are, you know, were busy 20 years in the last 20 years building those processes, those backends. And in my mind, databases and workflows are becoming a commodity. Um, it's, everybody has this, the, the database. It's, it's really, it doesn't matter where it is. Uh, from a technological perspective, uh, the integration aspect of it needs to be almost like a plug-and-play. Um, so I can tell you that the big companies that are moving fast actually, um, from a perception perspective, they look at it as a, as a layer that comes on top of the platforms that they have in, in, uh, in their architecture today, not ripping and replacing and getting into those multi-year implementations that we know uh, so well from the past. Mm -hmm. We've been having a great conversation with Tal Sabani, Chief Customer Officer of Base CRM. So, Tal, where can people learn more about what you guys are doing? Yeah, where uh, our domain is get base. Yeah, uh, sorry, getbase.com, and um, just look for us, Base CRM. Um, we have a lot of information. We have a great blog um, focused around post-PC CRM. Um, again, any social media, Facebook, Twitter, we're there. So we'll be, ha we'll be happy to see people and talk to people. So if you write us a note, we usually respond very fast. Um, um, that's it. Yeah.